0: Provide a single source, bullshit-free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better, for longer. Yo, so... Obviously this podcast is going to be slightly different in terms of we're running it almost as a bonus episode. Um, today marks the one year coaching anniversary um, for myself and Dave, and we thought it would be cool to mark that with an episode to go into the details of the coaching process, how everything's worked, what we've done, what we've changed, how we've managed the past year. but. In true Hacking Your Health nature, we didn't talk about any of those things. We talked about the benefits and how Dave feels on a daily basis now compared to when we started, what he was struggling with before and where his mindset was and how we were able to improve on that over the past year. For anybody who knows Dave on a personal level or follows him on social media, you know, he's an absolute inspiration to hundreds of thousands of people. He's a leader, not only for his businesses, but within the industry uh, that he's in. And it was put back to me recently that if anybody was willing or was able to have the excuse of not having time and stay in that skinny fat nerd phase, it was Dave, but he's managed to find the time and he's managed to totally reinvent himself. And this podcast shows the things that he has been able to achieve off the back of making a conscious decision to take control of his health and take control of his life. Um, I really, really enjoyed this conversation and I've massively enjoyed the the past year working with Dave um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what we can achieve in the future. So over to well myself, um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy and I'll catch you soon. Yo, okay, so we're back with a bonus episode. Um, today marks mine and Dave's one year coaching anniversary. I actually did, I was gonna get party hats, but I didn't think that many people were gonna watch it on YouTube. <laughs> so we can <laughs> maybe like superimpose on. And um, so yeah, basically today, we're just gonna do a bit of a recap over the past year, the different things that we've done, um, the benefits of it, um, how Dave feels from when he started until now. Um, and I have a couple of questions and we have a couple of questions from Twitter as well. So this one's going to be slightly different. Um, I feel like I'm interviewing you if you want, um, but I'm Ben Canning. And I'm Dave Kennedy. And this is Hacking Your Health. Hacking Your Health. Okay. So I guess we need to go back a year. Um, I you know, I think we we have sort of touched on this, but just in case anybody hasn't Um, listening to any of the previous episodes or whatever, how it all came about initially was I added you on Facebook, weird timing, we got into a conversation. We were on the phone 20 minutes later and then we were signed up. And I think probably that's something that I want to touch on that, you know, whenever I have that initial coaching call with someone, it's just to get an idea is that number one, if I can help a person, but number two, if it's going to be a good fit. And I sort of felt like right away you were the all in sort of person, which to me is the ideal client. As the year has gone on I don't think I ever could have imagined how much of that all-in you were but I definitely think that you know everything that we've done up until this point you've went all in on and um, so I'll hand it over to you in terms of just a bit of an idea as to where you were at before we had that call um, and then we'll go from there
1: yeah you know I, I've always been the type of person that uh, even when I was a kid doesn't like to let people down right that's kind of like my my Feeling inside, I guess, right? You know, like I will do anything to go the extra mile to help somebody out or to—it's part. It's like built into my DNA, right? And I think when I was looking for a coach, it was a, a reach out for help in a way that um, allowed me to to have somebody that you know would be accountable for me, and I'd be accountable to them, right? And, and I wouldn't let them down, right? And and that's what I was kind of looking at that point in time where I kind of hit really, really one of my lowest points in my health, right? You Know, um, we'd kind of got through this in the, in the podcast, but I, you know, I'd got a gastric sleeve bypass, um, to try to adjust, you know, for, for my uh weight gain because I, I had heart surgery to you know correct what was called low natural fibrillation, you know. And uh, I, by the way, crazy friggin' surgery, man. I was awake the entire time, I could see inside of my heart. They rode like a catheter down my blood vessel, it's amazing what they can do. I'm like, that's my heart, um, you know, Science. but <laughs> yeah, yeah um and actually have one which is really cool so um, but uh, uh you know the, the biggest thing you know if you t- if you reverse a year ago and this is this is you know prior to it's really I mean COVID was just kind of coming out right I think it, it was it was the big thing here and you know I was looking at myself and and, and uh I was looking at you know what I was eating I'm like man I'm, I'm trying to eat healthy I'm eating salads I'm doing this I'm doing that I'm like lifting some weights and I'm trying this diet or I'm trying intermittent fasting and I, I'm still gaining weight and I'm still not happy with my body. I'm not happy with myself. And you know, I had brain fog. I had really bad brain fog, by the way. Like uh, I w- w- wake up just like tired, achy, um, you know, not being able to perform, you know, ju- just, you know, like day to day activities. It was just a, a, a really low point, I guess, in my life. And that reach out, like when you reached out, it was it was really, uh, a really nice sign because it was, you know, for me, it was. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Right with my body or myself, I'm obviously falling apart. you know I'm obviously not feeling great. I obviously don't have confidence in myself the way I look, um, how I feel, my mental clarity to be a CEO of, of several companies you know all of these things were, were hitting me all at once and uh, you know I, I lack motivation my kids would go to sports I just want to hang out on the couch. you know my, my entire you know life was really around, you know just not feeling great right every day wake up you know achy sore painful you know not doing anything you know i mean i'm still achy sore and painful i don't understand and uh and so i you know i think when when i first you know reached out to you you know and, and again people come in um from different angles in this you know I, I was not obese at this point in time but i was what i think i went to join i was like two twelve or 210 or something like that yeah, 2 210. Two, nice ten. two ten.
0: nice 10 the photo oh, the weekend two ten.
1: Yeah, it was 210 pounds when I started, which may not seem bad. You know, six 6'7", or I'm sorry, not 6'7", 6'4". six 6'7 six, um, yeah, would be awesome. I wouldn't mind being that tall, but uh, it would be better at basketball. Um, but I was 6'4", uh, 210 pounds. And when you look at a picture of me, you know, it was the heaviest I had gotten since my my surgery. I couldn't figure out how to decrease the weight. I'd fluctuate and just go, go up, go up, go up. And it's the same problem I'd always struggled with. And I knew it was time for a change. And that's really when we met and we started going. I remember the, the first call we had, you know, I'm like, you know, who the F is this guy? You know, and, and what does he know? But one thing that I, 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 I noticed really quickly was it, it wasn't about, hey, I'm trying to get another client. It was, hey, what are you struggling with? And where do you want to be? And, and really understanding where I was at. And and I knew that that you know just hearing your intentions and what you wanted to accomplish and what you, what drove you you know during that call really helped me make a quick decision. Which you know you, I always uh, have have trusted my gut and trusted my my ability to interact with people and kind of judge whether or not they're good characters. It doesn't always work. I've you know met people I thought were great and were horrible people. Uh, you're not one of those. You're an awesome person. But uh, <laughs> you know it, it, it all it all worked out, and uh, I'm, I'm you know I'm a much better person because of that. Because of that meeting we had for you reaching out. And um, you know, better than I've ever again, better than I've ever been in my entire life. Best shape of my entire life. The best way I'm feeling my entire life. Thirty nine years old, and I feel like I'm in my eighteen, you know, eighteen, nineteen, twenty year old again. Even though I didn't feel great when I was eighteen, nineteen, or twenty, so <laughs> I feel better than I did in my teens. You know, so my teens.
0: Yeah. Okay. So actually, <clears throat> just as a bit of a sort of side note, one thing that you mentioned there in, in terms of reaching out for help, and this is something that I have sort of noticed um within my past five years of coaching that as a as a male it's it's often difficult to accept that you need help and you know making that step to actually ask for help. So was there a bit of a barrier or like a bit of a resistance there in terms of like shit, right okay I'm at this point. I need help. I need to ask somebody to help me here because I feel like Men, it just seems to be like you know. I've coached a lot of females and I've coached a lot of males, but females are a lot more quick to, or they're you know they they will ask for help a lot quicker than males do. So was there a sort of like mental barrier there in terms of like I need to ask someone here?
1: There really was it, and that, that's not just uh, uh, not just from a personal training perspective. I generally have trouble asking people for help, right? Whether it's directions or going to my doctor, like hey, I have this massive lump in my left shoulder, but I'm sure it's fine. You know, like, you know, it's like, you know, I, I hate going to the doctor. I, I do much better now. I mean, I go, I go get my blood work done, re, re, you know, frequently and testing everything I'm doing. And, and, you know, I've, I've done a much better job of myself because I, I do that, but I, I really struggle with that help aspect of things because, you know, I, I feel like, you know, in the military, I was taught, Hey, you know, you have to be strong. You have to be committed. You can do it yourself. You know, um, but you also rely on camaraderie too, which is you know kind of a catch twenty two when you're in the military and you get out and you're like, well, hey, I don't need help from anybody anymore. And that's not the that's not the case. You know, you having help from somebody isn't a sign of weakness. It, it's a sign of strength, in my opinion, because you are, you know, um, in order to learn something, it'd be like, hey, you know, uh, somebody coming out from a caveman trying to build the new Intel processor. Well, that's not going to happen, right? You need to learn what the history is of computers and how it's been built and learn from experts that have already done. And then maybe you have some innovative idea that makes it better. Right. Um, And so, you know, I think when you look at, at the fitness journey that we had, yeah, you know, I was, um, I was checking on a number of different programs. You know, I was looking at, um, and by the way, I had tried a number of different programs. I had tried the Sean T's insanity. I had tried keto. I had tried, you know, prior to that was Atkins diet. Right. Um, You know, I had tried intermittent fasting. I had tried, you know, all of these different variations of, of diets and programs that were out there that were literally self-help programs, right? And, and that's what they are. They're, they're self-help programs. But, you know, to me, if you're going to diet, you should be an extreme expert at understanding your body and what you're trying to accomplish with it in order for that diet to be successful. If you want to try keto, for example... You know, I was just listening to um, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast and they had a she was she's a doctor that specializes in nutrition and and body and and, and chemistry and everything else and she uh she was talking about how hard she's she tried the keto diet and she's still doing it and she's like people don't even recognize that they're not even in ketosis and how hard it really is to actually stay in ketosis to reap the benefits of what intermittent fasting does. I'm just trying intermittent fasting but what keto does. And you know, like like diets to me are, are are expert level things, not something that you should be going in from an introductory perspective and trying to self help yourself. So for me, you know, reaching out was was really my last ditch effort, you know, at trying to be successful with my health. And I, I honestly feel if I would have failed at this, I would have never came back to it again because I was at, I was at my last point, right.
0: Yeah, I think another sort of perspective that I, I picked up on something you said last week when we spoke was, you know, you were talking about the, the coaching process and the place that you're in now and, you know, is it something that you could do yourself? Yes, 100%, but almost, you know, if you're thinking it from a, a business perspective, in business, you delegate the tasks that, you know, other people are better suited for. So in a sort of roundabout way, asking for help almost allowed you to delegate somebody to be in charge of your train and in charge of your nutrition. So just from a different perspective, it sort of fits that, that bill, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, when you, when you start to look at, at kind of the historical issues that, that I've had with my health journey, right. Um, it's, it's, you know, I look back at it and I'm like, man, what was I doing? You know, like, like what was, what was I thinking? But but the information that you have available to you is, is quick fix things that, that, you know, like New Year's resolutions or take this pill and you're going to lose weight or do this and it's going to magically transform you. And that just doesn't work. It doesn't happen. It's not how we're designed to, to operate or work. And there's no there's nothing that that we can't accomplish if we put our minds to it and commit to it. Right. And, yes, I am an extreme on when I go all in on something, I go all in like literally that's it. Like there's no other thing. That I'm going to be focusing on, but at the same time, those things become part of my life. You know, like understanding the foundation of bourbon and stuff like that. I, I love that, right? I love the science behind alcohol and things like that. It doesn't mean I like to drink alcohol all the time. But I had some beers at the bachelor party I was at earlier today or earlier this week. Um, but uh, you know, like, but I, but, but the things that I, I have kind of gone all in on stay a part of me for uh, for the rest of my life, right? And this is I, something I know that it will stay a part of me with the success I've had for the rest of my life, and even hopefully continue on to my 70s 80s and 90s i want to be you know i want to deadlift 500 pounds when i'm 92 man let's see if i can do it let's see if i can you know like yeah. i still yeah. i still want to beat you first though um
0: no. well that's yeah. why i actually text you to ask if you got your lift on today because i'm gonna wait and tell you what i lifted and <laughs> once i see what you <laughs> lifted then i'll tell you what i lifted so, so my, um, my
1: theory is is i'm gonna do all right whatever ben thinks i'm gonna lift plus 10 plus 10 <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is going to get out of hand. I was actually talking about it <laughs> earlier, earlier on. I was like, you know, we have this outline of this plan that we're totally disregarding because yeah. we're not just in competition with each other. Yeah,
1: it's literally like, hey, you should be doing 385. Okay, so I'm going to do 405. Now I'm going to do 415 just in case. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, what, would, what would Dave do if he was trying to beat me? So I need to beat that. And I'm like, calculating. <laughs> um, okay, right. So we've sort of touched on that and got a bit of an idea as to where you were whenever you started to sort of come back to it. What areas in your life do you think were holding you back um, from sort of reaching your, your full potential on the the training and nutrition health journey that you're on? Well,
1: I think, I think, you know, every aspect of my life was, was kind of disorganized. It was, you know, every aspect of my life wasn't around me. It wasn't around my body. It wasn't around my health. It wasn't around my longevity. Um, It was around, what was happening in my life day to day, right? It was, you know, Hey, I have work, I have this, I have this, I have this, you know, and I wasn't looking at it from a long-term view of, of what I wanted to be or be there for my kids or, you know, stay healthy and and feel great about myself. Um, and, and it might seem like it's, uh, egotistical, I guess, um, you know, to say, Hey, I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm doing this for myself, but you know, when you look at, at what you want to accomplish, I'm doing this, For myself yes but with the benefits of being there for my kids and being interactive with my kids and being able to go out and play with them and do things that i wouldn't be able to
0: do previously in the past
1: yeah that's right and and um and uh carry all the groceries in in one trip you know that's you know (laughs) it's literally
0: the priority of why we train
1: that's why we train (laughs) and i'll tell you this story i i told you this once but uh you know Mason asked me he's like dad why do you why do you lift heavy weights I'm just really curious because like he's like I, it looks cool but why do you do it and I'm like buddy it's so I can get all the groceries in one trip man that's that's what we're supposed to do and he's like oh that makes perfect sense now I get it and that
0: was it
1: you know, I was like, oh you're so cute man mind blown
0: yeah. Um, yeah, I think to, to, again just to sort of touch on that you know we've had this conversation before about you You maybe feel like it's selfish taking that time to yourself but it ends up being a selfless act and the way I always put it back and I said this recently on, on a call with a, a potential client that it's, it's the put your own oxygen mask on first analogy from you know when you're on a plane and they go through that sort of emergency briefing at the start that they ask you to make sure you put your own oxygen mask on first because at the end of the day, without that and without you, you're no use to anybody else. So if you sort of have that mentality, okay, maybe, yes, it does seem selfish at the time because life's busy, family life's busy, work's busy, and you have all these other people looking at you for attention. But taking that sort of time out, ultimately what you can then give back to them and how long you can do it for will be improved. Yeah,
1: and 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 taking that time for yourself really um, – allows you to to optimize what you're doing in the rest of your life whether it's you know your business aspects of of working whether it's you know your mental clarity like I, I haven't had brain fog since i've i've been on this journey like my brain fog's gone but in in fact uh my brain fires on full cylinders all the time i'm more energetic i feel like i'm more of a person than i was before you know I, you know i remember when i when i first started in the security industry um you know getting up and talking that that rush feeling that you get speaking in front of people and, you know, I, I started losing that not from a, a motivation perspective, just from an energy perspective. I, I felt like, you know, when I'd go out and, and present, I wasn't the same type of person uh, energy wise of being able to communicate and that my thoughts would be all garbled around and I wouldn't be able to communicate my messages. And all of that is just like crystal clear. I'm, I'm five steps ahead of my mind before I even say something now. Um, and, and that's not because I'm taking drugs or anything. You know, it's like, you know, it's 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 literally because I'm optimizing my body to be who I want to be. And, and, and the healthy body equates to a healthy mind. And I think, you know, going through this progress, and I think, you know, what people really struggle with, at least from what I see, is where do I start? Right? Like, how do I start? What do I start doing? I just had um, a, a friend reach out to me and said, Hey, you know, he wants to start on the, the whole fitness journey. And uh, he had asked me, Hey, should I should I start taking testosterone? And I'm like, no, man, that's not going to fix your problems. Like, you know, testosterone is, is a great thing if you're doing other things right. You know, it's not going to fix all of the issues that you've historically done to your body. You need to eat right. You need to, you know, put some weight training in place, you know, get your body into a position where it's it's able to work and operate the way it's designed to. And And, you know, if you're successful in that look at optimizing your body around testosterone and other things like that that then if you're low you know I, a lot of men aren't low that don't need testosterone right like you know for me I was in extremely low state and we'll, we'll get into testosterone stuff in, in later episodes but um you know maximizing my body is one of those things where once you understand that and you're, you're putting in the work you want to maximize it even better um to, to perform and, and and to you know beat everything you've done before and so all those things come into play but you know no you Getting started really comes down to nutrition, which we're, we, Ben and I talked. I think we're going to do a two podcast dedicated to nutrition because that is just such an important piece um, of this whole puzzle. Like getting your 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 food intake under control is literally eighty percent of what you need to do, right? Yeah, and, and the rest of it is is putting in the work.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think um, you know, just to touching the the testosterone thing, like. People think that they see this one thing that is going to solve all their problems. And, you know, it's the same in the supplement thing. You know, I'm going to call like, well, what supplements should I take? And I'm like, eat your fucking food first, proper food first, start with that. Um, And there's sort of like a a hierarchy that we can touch on um, in terms of like orders that we should, we should go through the process. And I think probably one of the biggest things is people just try to overcomplicate it to begin with when it it doesn't need to be complicated to start. you just need to make a decision that you're going to do it, and then follow through with what you're saying. Um, I just want to circle back to what you're saying about the brain fog thing, because it was something that I did note that I that I wanted to touch on. You know, obviously, initially from an investment perspective, whether investing in obviously me as a coach, but also the time in yourself. Like, what other benefits have you seen apart from the physical change? So, you know, you're talking about mental clarity and and brain fog in there. So, is there anything that sort of surprised you? In terms of like the changes that you felt that you didn't expect, rather than just the physical side of things. Well, one one is is you know I feel like I'm a better leader
1: than I ever have been before, um, and and there's reasons for that. So just to give you kind of an example of where I was to where I am today, um, you know I'd be in a meeting and I would feel mentally exhausted, like like uh, so you're having a meeting with us just say your your leadership team. And, you know, all this discussion is going on. And during that period of time, I would just feel sluggish, tired, not really wanting to be there, not wanting to interact. Um, and that that's a problem, right? When you're in the leadership position is you need to be there working with your team collaboratively and bringing that energy and making sure that everybody else is on the full side or else the rest of them start to feel the same way, too. And, you know, I remember being in meetings and I'd just be like, oh, I just, I'm just tired. I just don't want to can't think right. You know, I'm just like a. Uh, Yeah, this is great, but you know, I got other stuff I'm worrying about, and I got this, and I got that, and I'm all over the place, and I just can't figure this out. And you know, it it was more of a a confusion piece. And I actually went to my doctor, you know, uh, for brain fog. I'm like, listen, I I can't concentrate, I can't focus on things, I can't do this, I can't do that. And they're like, well, you know, here's some possible drugs that we can put you on, you know, to to help you out with the brain fog, and here's what we can do here and there, and you know, but ultimately. You know, uh, we need to kind of figure out what the problem is. You know, for that brain fog of, of occurring. You know, maybe we, we can adjust your. You know, we can look at your vitamins and maybe adjust some of your food, or maybe you could take a multivitamin that might help out. So there's all this stuff being thrown at me that I didn't <clears throat> understand or comprehend. And I can tell you, you know, I was just on a meeting today. We had a, uh, a culture meeting today, and we, a part of our uh, a trusted sec, um, we have a, a team that basically meets together to talk about the culture of the company and what we can do to. Um, help folks out that might be burning out, or you know, um, come up with new ideas to keep things fun and exciting for them. To go over mission and values, and <clears throat> make sure that we're still promoting that in the company, especially as we start to grow. Um, just take a pulse of the company. You know, it's, it's made of you know, various different folks within the organization. You know, men, women, you name it, just all over the place. I'm um, just trying to understand, hey, how's the company doing, and what can we do to improve? And <clears throat> you know, a year ago, I probably wouldn't have been at that meeting and been very quiet and. You know, just kind of understanding whatever his perspectives were and then kind of going from there. Right. You know, Today I was, you know, bouncing off the walls. I was super energetic, you know, having dialogue, making jokes. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's having a great time. You know, the whole dynamic of the meeting completely changed. And that is something that is not just a, a business meeting thing, but it also happens with my kids. Uh, it happens with my ability to get things done. Like I'm telling you, like, like if I put my mind to something, like I, my schedule for the day, I execute, and I execute every single aspect of that. Granted, I totally missed our podcast earlier today. But <laughs> we're here. We made it. It's fine. We already it was, made it. it I'm so good. sorry. I didn't get on my calendar. <laughs> um, but uh, but I execute all of those things, you know, to my to my fullest potential. And and I think that's the big difference is that it's not just the body aspect of things. That's great. I love feeling strong. I love feeling big. I love feeling muscular. Um, but the, the the benefits that you get energy wise, clarity wise and everything else and how it impacts your day to day life is ultimately we're, we're here to feel good about ourselves. We feel good waking up in the morning, feel good about going to bed. You know, it's 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 it's, it's accomplishing something every single day and moving towards that that longer term goal. And that's absolutely something I can say that this health journey has helped me with substantially.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, being able to provide that energy, it. It then becomes contagious, do you know what I mean? Whether it's in a worker or family or friends, you know, that that, that, that energy, energy that you provide right, becomes contagious, contagious to the people that you surround yourself with. And I guess that leads me into the next question. You know, obviously, people have noticed the physical change, you know, hundreds of people on Twitter and everything else. like It's undeniable, the physical change. but. Is there any aspect or has it, has there been any people who've come back to you and noticed other changes in yourself that, you, you know, you're talking about your energy and I was like, do people come back to you and say, oh, I've really noticed this X, Y, and Z in you since then? Like, is there anything on, along that lines that isn't just the physical change?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, one thing I'll say about the two is that it, it, it not only has impacted me, but it's also impacted my family as well. My family, we eat healthier. We understand what we're putting in our bodies. You know, uh, even the guinea pigs. I, yeah, 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 Absolutely. You know, and, and it's great because you know my kids are like, oh, I shouldn't be eating this at night because it's basically all sugar, right? You know, uh, and I should be focusing on protein and this type of stuff. You know, when my son gets done with a massive workout, he's like, Dad, I gotta grab go my protein shake. I'm like, cool, buddy, let's go get it. Or let's go eat a steak, whatever. You know, um, you know. So so they're recognizing it, and Aaron too. Like, um, you know, I mentioned in the last podcast, like the meal prep stuff. I use this thing called Tavala, which you know, they send you your, your food and stuff like that, and you kind of. Um, you know, put in the thing, but there's super healthy. You know, um, options for that, and Erin is on that too. So, you know, I had purchased it first. She ate a couple of them, and she's like, "This is really good. It's perfect." She's eating those. So we're eating healthy, you know, throughout, through and throughout. So, you know, it's made a a lifestyle change in our family, and that wasn't my intention. Like, I never wanted to force my all in thing to my family, but they saw the benefits of of me with it and they see that as well. And, and that I'm trying to be, you know, there. And so Aaron, you know, as a board, our kids are on board, they want to optimize themselves to, to be better. Um, you know, so it, it's, it's definitely have an impact there. Um, when it comes to, uh, people interacting with me and giving me compliments, not necessarily on the, the, the physical aspects, but just me being a different person, they absolutely, I, I get it all the time. We're like, man, like, you're just like a completely different person, you know, not just in the physical side, but how you interact and your energy and everything else that you're doing. Um, You know, like I'll, um, I have another business that I, I work on. It's in the basketball side of the house, right? It's completely unrelated to cybersecurity. And, you know, like I'll be there and I'll just be like, you know, having a good time and building things and carrying things up and moving back and forth. And they're just like, you know, it, it, and I remember uh, one of the guys, Craig was like, dude, like, he's like, first of all, you seem like you have unlimited energy. <clears throat> he's like, I, I would be dead at this point in time. Uh, but second, he's like, you just, it's just funny. Cause like, you know, you, you're a completely different person than you were a year ago for your attitude, how you address things, how you go after things. It's just, you know, it, it, it has really helped
0: out on, on a lot of areas. And I get compliments all the time for it. Good. Perfect. That's, that's what we want. Um, I think just as a sort of side note, on that, for you, for yourself, what would you say is the most surprising change that you felt in yourself? Like something that you just total curveball didn't expect? I would say my competitiveness is, <sighs> is one for
1: sure. Um,
0: no shit. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I
1: I have never in my entire life been a competitive person um, at all. Never, I, I, at all. Like not even a little bit of competitiveness in me. Um, and and I don't know if that's because you know just I, I didn't have a position to be competitive at something, or if I looked at that as 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 something that just wasn't me. But one thing that that has really like lit a fire inside of me is not competitiveness with other people. Yes, it, I joke around with this, and we have our own fun competitiveness. It's it's really competitiveness of myself. And and it's, it's how far I can push myself and can I be better than I was yesterday. I'll give you an example uh, today. I went to Orange Theory today, and I looked at my whoop band, and I looked at my recovery, and I had a 92% recovery. And I said, listen, there is no reason why I can't beat myself from yesterday because my body's ready, but my mind isn't made necessarily – I didn't want to get up so early to get there – but, but there's no reason why I can't beat myself from yesterday. And guess what? You know, I went out there and I killed myself, you know, and I, I, I bumped up my, my running, I bumped up my rowing, I bumped up my lifting, uh, just to see if I could do it to beat myself from yesterday. And that, that competitiveness with myself, yes, I get competitive with other people, but it's for fun. You know, it's, it's, it's to see them strive and get better. Like with like Chris, for example, it's to see Chris get better with himself and to have the confidence in himself that he thinks he might be able to beat me, which is not possible, but, but at least he might have a shred of, 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 of possibility that he can beat me. Right. He's got to um,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now you I'm intimidated by, okay, but I still want to beat you, but, um, but it, it, it's, it's really that, 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 that spark, that fire inside of me, that lit me, but it, but it, it it's really weird. It transfers to everything that you do in, in a non bad way. You know, when you do something now, you want to do it the best that you can. So whether it's um, I'm I'm fixing something like before, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you, like when I would go and fix something like in the house, I wouldn't look up something. I would just kind of half ass it and I would just go and do it. When I do something now, it's like all in fixing it, making sure it's done properly. It's done well. I'm measuring. I'm doing the right things. I'm making sure everything dynamic wise works. Like we went on an RV trip. I have never driven an RV my entire life, right? I, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I literally sat there and researched every aspect of RVs, where we were going, the location, what we're doing day to day, what I needed to pack, you know, all of this stuff all came into play because I wanted to make sure I was all in on what I was doing. So it's really made me much more efficient, but at the same time, doing things as best as I possibly can in every aspect of my life.
0: Cool. I think you. My next question was going to be, how do you feel like you have changed, um, as a person? But I think you've just ticked ticked all those boxes on that front. Um, well, I want to. I want
1: to be clear. It's it's not, it's not a bad thing, right? It's not like I'm I'm, uh, being overly aggressive or you know having you know like like you know rage or things like that. I would say roid roid rage, but I don't you know I, I'm not on that. But like you know like meatheads, whatever you see meatheads like all screaming at each other, or whatever. But I you know I like protein too. But anyways, uh, <laughs> uh you know, but. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a positive, right? It's, it's always wanting to better myself and better the things that I do and go all in, whether it's business, whether it's life, whether it's family, whether it's, you know, like, I can't wait to go lift today. Like I'm excited about getting up and lifting and doing it. I was excited to go to Orange Theory. Yes, I was dragging my ass a little bit before I get there, but as soon as I take that pre workout, man, I get those
0: those scratches. I'm ready to go. Get those scratches. That yeah. uh, too much. I have a like I have a very fine line in terms of tolerance of of the beta mean, Like it is to the like point tenth of a gram. If I do <laughs> too much, it's it's too much. Um, But yeah, supplements is something again that we will touch on. I think that's a whole other (laughs) full day's worth of a podcast that we can probably do. Um, But yeah, one thing again that I want to sort of touch on or ask you is like if you were to give Dave's pro tip, so it doesn't have to be anything that I've told you or taught you or even anything that I know that you do or have implemented, but one thing that you have sort of come to know or come to know that is your pro tip totally separate from me, what would it be?
1: that that there is no secret to this that it is purely repetition doing the work learning and making yourself better every day like you can't look at it as i want to be skinny today because you're not going to get there today but you're going there tomorrow right and and it, it's it, to me what i really struggle with first off working with you and every diet that i've been to Is that i didn't see the progress i wanted right away right i wasn't looking how i look today or what i look like three months ago or whatever you know what the the journey was um it's you know and that that's hard because you want those results today right and i think you know if you recognize that this is a journey that you can do for the rest of your life and you can be successful with it and you're not going to be arnold In one day, if that's who you want to be, or you're not going to be this skinny jogger that's cut, you know, with a six pack in one day, it's, it's going to take time to get there, but you can get there. And, and what you're going to do today is going to be very different of what you're going to do tomorrow in your, in this journey, right? You're going to change things. You're going to try supplements. You're going to try this. You're going to do that. You're going to try to tweak things. You're going to do things differently because you're listening to your body and you start to get more refined with what your body can do and what it can handle but it, it's 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 the repetition aspect of things that makes you successful. Repetition and nutrition, repetition and mindset, repetition and and fitness, right? You know, every aspect of the four pillars that we talk about, it's literally that repetition aspect that is the biggest thing that I can do. And and when we talk, you know, I hope I'm not distracting people from how much I'm working out, right? Because that's my choice, right? Like that's my choice of Always wanting to just go balls to the wall with it. That doesn't need to be you. And it wasn't me when I first started. You know, when I first started. Yeah, so let's, let's touch yeah. on that.
0: So, yeah. you know, obviously, we, I think we sort of skipped past the like what we've actually done in the past year. But, you know, <laughs> so let's start. You know, we started this time last year. You know, what you had available equipment wise, time wise, and how that sort of evolved over the past year.
1: Yeah. Um, man, I, I look back. <laughs> what hasn't <laughs> evolved over the last year. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy how, ah, it's just so much. Like, I like, like you look at, at where I was at nutritionally a year ago to today. Like I, like I know without counting my calories where I'm at for the day, you know, even though I still count my calories, I know roughly, I'm not like to like the, the 10, 10 calorie count, but I know roughly where I'm at and what I need to be doing and what I need to eat. like, like I, you know, right before this podcast, you know, I had, a, um I went to, there's a place I go to, it's called Tropical Smoothie that I really like. And they have this great smoothies, um you know, and I had two scoops of protein in it, 24 grams of protein. There's 12 grams for each one. And then I get a a, a chicken wrap with it. I know, you know, roughly it's going to be around 850 calories for me for that, that lunch setting. Right. Um, which may seem like a lot, but when you're in 3,500 calories a day, it's it's not much. Um, but, uh, um you know, for me, when, when I, when I look back at where I was at you know getting down the 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 food part of it was really the hardest for me at first because i really had no idea what i was eating and the amount of food that i was actually shoving in and 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 how much that actually had an impact on my body and what i responded to from a carbs perspective to a fats to a you know protein perspective like i you know like I look at it as my body's an engine now, and I'm feeding it the right fuel in order for me to be successful, and I have it the right oil to ensure that my body's lubed up appropriately, and that you know, I, you know, I I got the engine to be able to actually you know move it forward with the protein. So, you know, it's 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 the things that I've learned I think nutritionally that have had the biggest impact on myself because you know when I go out for a night, I went out um, Saturday for a bachelor party, and I knew that I was going to break the bank, so I was a little bit light you know earlier in the day and and I still you know probably went over my calorie count but you know what that's fine yeah I went I go, so funny story so old dave would have totally called you in a complete panic uh and saying I'm I'm fat again I'm I'm I've gone back 6 months uh, you know from one day of just bullshit eating right I got on the scale and and I you know I'm normally around 222 223 224ish I got on the scale and I was 226 and old dave would have been like ISIS. Yeah. I would have been like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't eat anything today. I'm going to go run. I'm going to do a 20 strain on whoop. You know, I'm going to do 16 mile running. I'm going to do a a ruck, you know, around the thing. I'm like, honey, Sunday, I'm gone. Just don't even rely on me for anything with the kids. I need to get this back. Right. When it's just food in your stomach, you know? And so next day I was back down to 222. Uh, you know, it was perfectly fine. Um, You know, I had a little, a little bit of rough time on the, on the bathroom, but, uh, you know, uh, but uh, you know, I think it's having that that confidence in yourself that listen if one day is not a big deal at all in the grand scheme of things and guess what you know I wasn't that far over I probably you know I was probably over maybe 7 800 calories after the beers that I drank and everything else that's not a, that's nothing nothing yeah. you know so I think nutrition was a big piece um the uh you know I'll, I'll tell you the the workout regimens um finding what you like and what you don't like uh finding out what's safe and what's not I I you know I I love uh, that I actually can do movements now um there's 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 some direct science behind this and a lot of people talk about this but it's the the mind muscle connection and when I heard this, I'm like, oh that's total bullshit I'm like like mind muscle connection that's bullshit like you, I, yes I can control my muscles I can go like this or I can push forward you know whatever I, you know I can do that there there is absolutely a connection that you have with your body and your mind and when you're going in and you're focusing on isolating muscle groups and you're doing specific weight there is it, it, it is an art um, by every stretch of the, the sense. And that's why I think having somebody alongside you to help you with that is really, I'll send you videos all the time and you're like, Hey, that's great, but you needed to go do this slower or do this, you know, whatever. And that's great. It's because, because you're, you're, you know, I, I've had injuries because of, of improper form, you know, putting too much weight on, for example, because you always want to shoot up as much as possible. And then you compromise your form and you jack your backup or whatever ends up being. So I think form and technique has been a big thing. And, and, and i enjoy going down and lifting because i know what i can do like i know where my max is at i know where i'm at you know and i and i know what i can push myself to so that's been a big piece i think uh, along this journey as well that has been some of my biggest benefits but the, the nutritional aspects man that is something that that should literally be taught in every single elementary middle and high school in college and as part of mandatory training you know in, in your in your work because. The, the shit that they pump through you in today's society and information is so jacked up. Um, it really messes us up. And and we have the science to fix all this stuff and help it, you know, but it really is. Hey, we have to eat right. We have to go out and, and do what our body is supposed to do. We have to build muscle, you know, we have to, you know, it's it's just an incredible thing that I, I that journey that came out from today to from yesterday to today. It's it's amazing.
0: I think the biggest thing that it boils down to is just awareness. So, you know, in terms of the training, it's awareness of what way your body moves. And I can always tell when someone has some sort of background of either sport or, you know, some sort of dance or something that they've done because they're a lot more aware in their body, whereas some people... Don't know how to control their left arm when their right arm's doing something else. So there definitely is that awareness. And, you know, the the training video aspect of it is great. And I will always send you back a video of this is how I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, that's it's always back- 10
1: times harder. It's always 10 <laughs> <times> harder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's, you know, that's just come over time. And you're 100% right. The, the mind, the muscle connection thing is absolutely a thing. And it's, you know, it's more prevalent if you think, It's easier to do it in the muscles that you can see because you can see them moving. So if you think about your quad or your bicep or your tricep or your chest, it's easy to get the mind muscle connection because you can see it work as it's working. So you can connect it, whereas it's harder posterior chain in your back and in your glutes, hamstrings and things like that. But once you nail it, like you should be able to. At any point, be able to control whatever the muscle is and take it to the point where you can feel it contract. And that's only going to, you know, take your training to the next level. So that's the sort of the body awareness side of things, as well as, you know, your ability to know what you can and can't do in terms of training. Like, I know we're joking about the 500 pound deadlift. Could I go and do it right now? Fuck no. I know no. I couldn't do it. Like, there's no. absolutely no way it would be stuck try, to the floor. I try floor. every week.
1: I try every week. <laughs> <laughs> today is the day. Today is the day. But,
0: <laughs> but, you know, that's obviously what we're aiming towards. And we're doing everything in our part to get that. And once you do your lift today, let me know what you got. And I'll tell you what I got. Um yeah. But that's a that's an awareness thing. And, you know, you talking about the nutrition side of things as well, you know, it, that's an awareness thing as well. So it's being aware of what your body needs, how many calories it's burning, you know, what time you need to eat certain foods at, how your body responds to certain foods, you know, even you've been able to talk about, you know, how many calories is in this, how many grams of protein in that. And, you know, it sort of feeds back to what we were talking about just before we come on and the question about tracking forever, like. I know myself, same as you, that if I eat in a day, I can know roughly how many calories I'm at. I know how to tick the box in terms of calories and tick the box in terms of protein. If I want to really get down to the nitty gritty details, then yeah, I'll start tracking back to like everything to the gram just to sort of recalibrate because to me, ultimately, When everybody starts in this journey or starts on a coaching journey, I'll get them to track at the start and their mind is blown as to how foods made up. They're like, Oh my God, I can't believe that a the amount of calories that I was eating, like that's in this, this and this, or what I can get for this amount of calories. And you know, I was maybe eating 4,000 calories before, but I didn't really realize because I thought I was eating healthy and all I was eating was fucking avocados and nut butter. I'm like, yeah, right. Nice one. (laughs) But you know, it's that awareness of how foods made up and you, you do just start to build up the knowledge and you know, like I said, do you need to track all the time? Yes and no. Yes, in the way that it's going to give you, you know, more clarity and you can refine as you go. But knowing the fact of if you do it for that long, you will know how food's made up. Do you know what I mean? You'll know how to put a portion control plate together. You'll know, you know, what size a decent amount of protein is, you know, how to fill your carbs out. And it just comes down to awareness and actually taking the time to understand yourself and understand your body. And I mean, we spend that much time on fucking Netflix and social media and all this shit of just absorbing bullshit information that we don't actually turn around to ourselves and go, I mean, if I take this or to understand myself a bit better, how much is that going to improve the quality of my life down the line? Rather than watching yeah. some fucking shit on Netflix, I don't even know what's on. But long story short, roundabout way of saying it just comes down to the awareness of what your body needs, what's it, what's it capable of and how you can sort of optimize it in, in every aspect.
1: I couldn't agree more and you know you, you hit on that of, of it's, it's all again go it comes back to that you know spending time for yourself right yes we get so so day-to-day tasks oriented of, of so much stuff in the day but we don't take the time to understand our bodies and ourselves and i think you know <clears throat> getting started from a year ago to today if you're just getting started in this journey uh, i think it's important to understand that you start off small and you grow big right um and so start off small hey i'm gonna start counting my calories i'm gonna start understanding what I'm doing, I'm gonna look at what my total daily energy expenditure is, which we'll get into some of this in the nutritional aspects. I'm gonna, you know, eat this. I'm gonna focus on protein-centric, you know, uh, foods first, um, and, and then I'm gonna incorporate just some small weight training or cardio, whatever you want to do. You know, like if it's just walking, whatever you want to do, just incorporate those small things to start this process, and 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 you will have a lot of success with it. I can I can I can pretty much guarantee it. But you have to have that mindset there of, you know, if I have a, a just a total shit day. If that doesn't make who i am today yeah that, that makes who i am yesterday because guess what that was yesterday That you ate all that shit, and now today you're in a whole new person that is going forward you're not gonna make excuses well it's just gonna be two days it's gonna be three days no it as soon as i as soon as i got done with that that bachelor party after a whole bunch of beers and i slept it off um i woke up the next morning and i was on it right i was right back on to my program i was right back on to my food i was right back on to working out you know, and, and I felt great again, you know, and, and it's, you know, you, you want to have time to live life and have fun and all the do all those things that you want to do, but at the same time recognize that if you have one shit day, it's not going to, it's you know, as long as it's not two shit days or three or four or five or six or seven or eight or 10, you know, it, it's, it, you're, you're fine. And, and, I, and we make, you know, we make mistakes that, uh, you know, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go on like, Hey, F it. I'm, I'm just going to just, I'm just going to kill it today. You know, I'm just going to go eat whatever the fuck I want. And and it's, that's going to be it. Right. But you know, again, getting back onto that bandwagon and and really understanding that hey, this is just one day; it's not defines it's not defining who I am. I think it makes makes you who you are and who you want to be in the future.
0: Yeah, I think the the who you are like give a fuck about yourself to the point that you want to yeah. change. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't put it any other way. Like I can't sure it or wrap it up for yourself. You know, if you're in a position that you don't feel like you're healthy or you're lethargic or you feel like you're overweight or you feel like you're underweight or whatever give a fuck enough to actually do something about it, whether it's just for you or whether it's for your family or people that you Love work it. with. Like I, I can't, I can't put it any other way. Like I'm not here to sort of sugarcoat it in any way. Like that's ultimately what it comes down to. Um, I think that probably wraps us up in terms of what I want to ask. Obviously there's a couple of questions on socials there. So do you, do you have them?
1: Yeah. I got them listed right here. Um, all right. First one comes from Frank. Uh, I hear you talk about getting your blood levels checked regularly. What specific levels are you looking for? How often uh, do you just use your primary physician or do you do some kind of at home or third party service? Uh, I'll speak first if that's good, Ben, and then it go to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. So um, I get my blood work done typically every three months. Um, and that's also because, and we'll get into this more on the the supplement side and everything else. Um, but I'm writing testosterone, so I'm on testosterone replacement therapy. Um, I had very low testosterone levels for my age, and when I talk about very low levels, it was in the hypogonadism, gonadism, hypogonadism space. Uh, I got it there the third time. Um, and uh, you know, so it was something where where you know I talked to my primary care physician, uh, and and you know, this was a recommendation for, you know, where I was at and, and what I was doing. So I, I am on testosterone replacement therapy. So I do get my blood work. Oops, oh, sorry about that. Um, I do get my blood work, uh, checked very frequently, um, on that front. But in stating that, if you're not, you know, every six months to a year is what I would recommend, you know, for you. Now, again, I'm not a doctor. Obviously listen to your primary care physician. Um, but what you're looking for in blood work, blood work is, is really a a sure tell of how your body's operating. Um, you can do micronutrient testing to see, you know, where you might be deficient in certain areas. Like I just got some micronutrient testing done recently, found that I'm deficient in calcium. Uh, so I'm up taking my my calcium intake because I'm not obviously doing that enough, and I don't drink a lot of milk, so that's something that you know I I um, I, I recognize it as probably a deficient area for me and where my body's at. So you know, micronutrient testing is great to understand like, hey, where you might have some deficiencies in vitamins, minerals, things like that. But what we're looking for, you know, I think is is hormonal levels um one of the things that that is big is is your thyroid functionality um is big so your T3 T4 T4 not necessarily as much uh but T3 specifically um and that helps regulate everything from body temperature to your your overall metabolism um how you feel you know t- uh, thyroid hormones are extremely important in all of those aspects around your body So, so T3, T4 levels are are one area. Um, You know, obviously things like cholesterol, fat, all of those are important to kind of understand. Sodium, um, you know, where, where, you know, you might be having too much intake of certain things that might be detrimental to, to your cardiovascular side. There's also cardiovascular indicators um, that could show, you know, potential heart issues. Um, those are big ones. Testosterone levels are also another one. And a lot of times, uh, when you're doing uh, panels with your primary care physician, they will not include uh, testosterone as part of that. So you want to, you know, when you're talking to your primary care physician and getting um, your levels checked, you know, say, hey, I also want to test my testosterone levels as well, just to take a look and make sure everything's good. You know, do a full full lipid panel. Um, those are all, you know, key beneficial things that I would recommend going through. And you can do that through your primary care physician. You can also, um, I think, I think it's like 40 bucks, uh, online. You can go to like a local lab corp, uh, and you can schedule time usually they're like a CVS or a Rite Aid. Um, and you go into there and you, um, uh, get your blood work drawn and has a full panel there that you can do. You don't need a doctor's order for that you can just get it done, you know, by yourself if you want to. Um so, those are all key things that I would recommend uh, to get done from that side. Uh, it, blood work is so important to understand your body, understand some of the uh, key areas where you might have some some issues some health issues that you can correct you know very early on that doesn 't become a major um, problem in the future uh, and it just gives you a state of where your body's at it 's literally data for your body
0: that you can make decisions on to to optimize it yeah i think there's there's two sort of sides that we can touch on you know obviously. You and I are in the spectrum that we want to look to see how we can optimize. So, you know, getting your blood work done, we can look at, OK, well, where are we deficient or where can we bring X, Y and Z up to an optimal level? Because that's the stage that we're at and we want to sort of hack our bodies as much as possible that we can get to the place that we're running on full cylinders across the board and um, the, the place that I use over here in the UK for my blood work is called Medichecks and I'll just run through quickly what the, the profile that I get Tests. Now, this again is the upper range in terms of like, it's the ultimate performance blood test. It covers red and white blood cells, clotting status, kidney health, liver health, proteins, diabetes, cholesterol status, inflammation, gout risk, muscle health, iron status, vitamins, thyroid hormones, hormones, adrenal hormones, and autoimmunity, which sounds like a lot. It is. Um, but again, you know, there's two aspects to that of, okay, I can look at it from a, is everything healthy? Like, am I okay? Do you know what I mean? So that is yeah. something that you can look at, you know,
1: and that, that's for, a level of assurance too, right? I mean, that's like, like yeah, Hey, yeah. everything's great. Good. I feel good about myself. Fantastic. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if not, then you can address it and you can sometimes catch things before, you know, any other time where you get the feeling. And then obviously it comes down to, you know, we're looking to optimize. And again, you know, I now run testosterone replacement therapy and it is, you know, it's more evident, the more meals that I start coaching, especially, you know, across the water where it is definitely a thing and it's people, some something that people are concerned about that, you know, having low testosterone levels. And I think, you know, we'll probably do an entire podcast on this, but the benefits in terms of how you feel about everything is improved from optimizing your testosterone levels um and again you know that is just one one aspect of the blood panel so yeah again the same i would recommend every three or four months to get it checked and if you're in the place that you want to optimize these things again you know you can look into it yourself do the research see how to improve these things some of them are an easy fix some of them are just down to the foods and the dietary you know requirements that you have some of them you have to supplement with other things um but again you know it doesn't hurt to know this information and you can catch things a lot earlier from getting your blood work done. And, you know, looking at things on a hormonal level is literally yeah. how your body runs and how it's put yeah. together. Um, and it's a good way to, to look at optimizing things as well. <laughs>
1: God, listen, listen listen, to the Huberman podcast if you can. Uh, like, like, I'm a huge fan of that, but like to understand our body. He
0: should stop liking our tweets and just
1: come on. Like, that like of he should come on to yeah. me symbolizes that we're good. So we're going to try to get him on. But like, like it, it's, it's absolutely fascinating to me that our body is literally just one big chemical compound of, of just stuff and it makes it work and all these things work together in order to. You know, it's just an incredible, we are incredible machines, like just amazing. But certain things can obviously go wrong and our, our environments, everything else that we do, what we're eating, all those things have direct impacts on our bodies and, and and how we build it. And, you know, so, you know, those, that blood work is a great understanding of, of where do I need to make tweaks at, you know, in my, in my food, you know, what I'm eating, what, what can I do from a supplement perspective if I need that, um, again, you might be able to get all of it from food. That's fantastic too, but it, it's really the well-being of your entire body, and again, the longevity of things. It's 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 that pulse to say, "Hey, things are going great," or, "Man, I need to do something different because this is not working." Yeah, that course correction. All right, yes, we got a so second question. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, can you share more on on where to get started with weight training? I know there's been mention of Jeff Nippert's program. Uh, anything more for uh, dumbbells only or body weight only, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Ben, I'll
0: toss that one to you because you're the expert on that side. So uh, there is probably two hundred million Google hits if you Google that. Like, you, if it's a case if you just need a place to get started, you can Google dumbbell workouts, body weight workouts, barbell workouts, gym based workouts. You know, it, there's infinite amounts of free information out there, like you don't need to specifically go to a coach. You just need to look at what you have in terms of equipment, look at what you have in terms of time and what you can actually commit to doing. And generally what I find is when you sort of get into that that place of you're feeling better, you're starting to see progress, then you get a bit more of an interest and you're like, OK, well, how can I change this or how can I make this better or you know, what can I do to improve this? Or if I only have dumbbells, then maybe I'll get a barbell and I'll you know, there's it's, it's a natural progression once you start to feel good in terms of starting. What I would say is if you don't weight train at all, start with three times a week and do a full body workout and yes. um, do like two exercises, three sets per muscle group per session and start with that. And that is literally the basics. Um, if you look at a push movement, a pull movement, a squat movement, a hip hinge movement and a carry. So they're the, feet, the five main aspects of how I would put a training program together. I mean, we can cover this at some point, but obviously if you Google those things, you'll be able to get the information. And if you structure your workouts around those, that's a decent place to start. What I would say as well is the best sort of advice I can give in terms of progress through weight and resistance training is number one, track what you're doing, because people are like, oh, no, I know what I did last week. I'm like, dude, I don't know what I have for breakfast like you cannot remember how many reps you did at one exercise last week and what the weight was, write it down. The second thing is give yourself a rep range. So whether it's, you know, 10 to 15 or 8 to 12 or whatever it is, pick yourself a rep range and then this week if you know that you get 10 reps at 100 pounds, you know you need to get 11 or 12 next week. Once you hit the upper rep range of 12 reps, then you up the weight to 110 pounds. Naturally, then you're not going to do as many reps. So you're maybe back down to the lower rep range of eight. And then the next week you need to go to nine, ten. And that progression over time, yeah, it's not sexy being like, oh, my God, I got one extra rep, but compound interest over time, you know, you if we look back now to what we started at weight wise in terms of squat, to what we can do now, it's been a year. There's been a lot of shit has changed. But, you know, those tweaks over time in terms of oh, I got an extra rep here, or, I had an extra £10 to the bar or whatever, you know, it's got you to the place that you are and I. And, you know, if you zoom out on it, you can see it. But being in it and just recording it, yes, it's frustrating. But that's the best way that you can manage it and sort of constantly striving to get stronger. Flip side of that as well is, you know, if you go two or three weeks that you're not progressing and wait, because unfortunately we can't progress every single week, every single session, if there does do if there is two or three weeks that go by, then swap the exercise out. So you know a different variation of the same exercise. Just make sure you hit the same muscle group, um, and that's you know as a start point, Three times a week, full body, two exercises per muscle group, three sets, eight to twelve, and just track it and progress from there. Good one.
1: The one thing I would add to that is, you know, if you could find a trainer again, I'd, I'd, I'd like to throw that out there. But if you can find a trainer to help you build those programs and keep you on there, um, that is good for consistency you know um it, when you, if you're struggling with doing it yourself and making the time a trainer can definitely help you out with with that and kind of helping you coach here and building the programs for you i'll tell you that's two you know two things that have really helped me out taking the 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 burden off of me is one when i need to work out uh, because i'm already in a program that is basically set for me that i go and i do and i know i have to go and do it today or ben's going to drive down here and beat the crap out of me um or two you know two you know where i'm at calorie wise of what i need to do like you know nutritionally so you know those two things have been really beneficial for me because, like, hey, I have somebody that's that's working with me to, to build that out and, and and is is monitoring that you know my my progress based off of that. So, you know, having a trainer can also help out with building those programs. Yep. All right, last questions, and I think we're going to wrap up here. Um, so, this is from uh, Savino. Uh, constantly counting calories, uh, weighing daily for the rest of my life sounds like a setup for failure. Do you learn to listen to your body, get some intuition at some point? uh to just live healthy without obsessing over numbers and he also had one more which was um how do you deal with eating home cooked foods um you know at other places or home cooked foods in general like family settings and things of that effect um so I'll head on the first one I I absolutely think that that calorie counting is something that you can do for the rest of your life and it's not set up for failure um I I really honestly and 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 let me put it in perspective even if I don't count calories for that day I know what's in my head of what I'm actually doing, you know, calorie wise. I know the general average of where I'm at, so I'm I'm always counting calories. You know, I I think if we're going to be trying things like keto or intermittent fasting or those other things, you can you can do a few minutes to count the calories a day. It takes you 20 seconds, you know, especially if you're eating regular food that you do all the time. Literally, it's it's saved in your history. You just search for it, you add, and you're done. And it's literally a 15 second ordeal. Um, You know, dedicating 15 seconds prior to eating. You know, is is a commitment that I make to myself that I will always do from here on out, right? Um, so I, I think it, it, it's it's a structured way of you being able to to understand what you're putting in your body and what you need to do to make tweaks of it. Now, in stating that, could you do without calories? I think so. Um, you know, I, I think you could do without counting calories, but I, I think that you can easily slip up into a area that you may not want to and start to go down the path of where you previously were before in the past. So my my recommendation to you would be count calories for the rest of your life, make that a promise to yourself in that mindset side. Um, And this is something that you're gonna stick to because it really is not impactful to my day-to-day life and just like you have to tie your shoes or put your socks on or you know put underwear on god willing you know those are all things that that you do on a daily basis that you have to do because if you went outside naked you get arrested um you know same thing for for counting calories it's something that i do when i'm about to eat it's just a habit that i do just like you fill up a water or you put the napkin under your, in in you know in in your uh, lap because you're being proper um those are things that you do now as as part of your daily rituals of 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 day in and day out and that's that's to me a commitment to yourself To be successful,
0: yeah, I think I have two schools of thought in this, and yeah, I'm going to be the person that, that you know play devil's advocate here. I think that counting calories is the most sustainable way to manage progress long term. Okay, diets will get you from A to B, but somewhere along the line, you will be set up for failure. You can't intermittent fast the rest of your life, you can't be on keto for the rest of your life. You can't do all these things for the rest of your life, but you certainly can count calories for the rest of your life. You can build a sustainable approach to food. You can have a non-restrictive lifestyle. You can manage social events. You can manage trips away. All these things you can do simply by monitoring what you're doing, what you're inputting into your body. I think with that as well, you know, it, it then leads you to what you said, you know, If you don't track that day, you still know what you have. So if you spent six months, a year, whatever it is, counting calories, we're creatures of habit. So like I said, I can go and I'll eat all day and I'll know roughly how many calories I'm I'm eating. And if it is a case of I feel like I need to recalibrate because my weight's creeping up or it's creeping down or whatever way it's trying to go, then I can just go back to my fitness pal and track, you know, for a week to sort of go, oh shit, right, okay, well, maybe I'll need to pull it back because I was eating too many donuts or whatever it was. but it a—it's definitely a good tool. Is it a long-term fix more so than any other way that you can manage food intake, in my opinion? And um, from the—what was the question about the food? About the franchise home-cooked meals?
1: Yeah, it's about how do you how do you handle like home-cooked meals with family and stuff like that, right? You know, like how do you you know you, you have loved ones obviously love cooking or I love cooking. You know whatever it ends up being how do you handle the cooking aspects of things when when you know maybe you know the the food is not as necessarily healthy you're having lasagna or pasta or pizza or things of that effect
0: okay so again you know two schools of thought because not every one person is the same the first side of it would be you know if you spend time understanding food and understanding calories you can roughly eyeball like you can you build up this sort of almost like Six cents in terms of how calories and how foods put together. So, you know, if it is a case of you're in these social events and you don't want to be the person to whip your scales out and ask them how many grams of this is in it, which is totally understandable, you can, you know, you can begin to eyeball, okay, there's this much of that and roughly about that and start to put it together on my fitness pal. With that being said, I would always overestimate on that front because you don't know what it's been cooked in, you know, oils and, you know, secret ingredients and whatever else. Flip side of that is, if you know these social events are happening and you're counting your calories, you know that then you can maybe pull back and bank some calories for that event. So my sort of go-to for that would be you can always bank up to 20% of your calories up to three days before the event. So, you know, depend on what your calorie count is. If you have an event on Saturday and you eat 2000 calories normally, 20% of that's going to be 400 calories, which is going to give you an additional 1200 calories on that day on top of your 2000, which gives you 3,200 calories. And I mean, if you're going to start taking the piss with that, then, you know, start to have a look at yourself but again that comes down to taking the time to actually understand what you need what way food's made up and how many calories you're actually consuming and it's just an understanding and awareness of food you're on mute my bad
1: my bad sorry <laughs> i was uh i was sipping something to drink, and i didn't want to be like <laughs> <You> know, I... <laughs> um no, I, I couldn't have said it any better. You know, it, it's it's that you know ability for you to control the food, the earrings, portion size, understanding the calories around it. Even if you eat out, you know, like like you know, there could be a jambalaya there that's going to be fifteen hundred calories, or there could be a steak there that's going to be you know forty grams of protein and you know seven hundred calories. So what am I going to choose? You know, I'm going to choose the the steak, even though you know having jambalaya and eating fifteen hundred calories would be awesome. I'd feel stuffed afterwards. You know, I'd go home and crash from a carb you know overload, but. uh, you know, I, I'm making the conscious decision to do that. Or if I'm going to eat something unhealthy, I'm going to do it in, in a very small portion size of that, so that you know, hey, it fits into my macro count. It's Like yesterday, a good example. You know, I was opening up that thing, that basketball facility I was talking about, and you know, um, I had brought myself a protein bar. I had already eaten that. There was no food available um, to me, and there was some other stuff. And I was looking at, it, and I'm like, well, there's a, a thing of M and M's, you know, peanuts there, and that's you know, 260 calories, and I'm like. I still got like two thousand calories to go, and I got plenty of protein in. So you know what? I'm going to have this, uh, you know, this M M&M and M peanuts, and I'm not going to even think twice about it because it's not a big deal. Um, you know, so it's it's a matter of fitting it into your day to day routines and what that means. And you know, um, for me, I eat separate meals in my family personally. Um, you know, it, but but that has changed because my, my wife now eats the same meals as I do because she switched over to Tavala um, as well, and same thing for my kids. So you know, we all now eat the same things because we're all more healthier in our in our you know what we do in, in our day to day lives. But it wasn't always that way, you know, they'd have, you know, whatever, you know, crazy lasagna or pizza for, for dinners and stuff like that. And I just, you know, I wouldn't eat it. I would just eat something different. Right. Um, so it's just, you know, making the time for yourself and making the right, right decisions to, uh, support that. So,
0: yeah, I think the ultimately, and we can finish on this, you know, to talk about Jocko again, it's the discipline equals freedom. If you have a discipline to track your food, it gives you the freedom down the line to, you know, have a bit more, less restriction or whatever it is. And that's ultimately what it comes down to. Absolutely. That's all
1: we're done Mic job man we were like hey this is gonna be like a half hour maybe another hour again we can talk forever (laughs) oh great Um, questions though from folks i appreciate that the feedback yeah i think we should
0: definitely have this sort of q a style you know maybe once a month as a bonus episode but i think it was fitting today to mark our one year anniversary yeah Um, one year man i don't know when we'll release this but anyway they'll know um but yeah, anyway, thanks. Thanks for the past year. I'm looking forward to another year. Dude, thank and you for everything
1: you've done for me uh and my success. I I, I definitely couldn't have done it without you. So uh, thank you so your much. Success is my success amazing. and
0: that's what it comes down to. You're the one on the ground putting the work in. Like I'm just the puppet master giving you the tools, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm gonna beat you today in
1: deadlift, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I did ten <laughs> pounds.
0: I did ten pounds more than whatever you're imagining right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. Thanks for listening, right, everybody. everybody. Catch you soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care.
1: Yeah.